Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN in response to our conversation with Peter Greenberg about the picture for the Toronto Blue Jays and his wife and you know, being told on a plane to get on her hands and knees while she's pregnant to pick up popcorn. Somebody said, who gives a kid popcorn on a plane? United gave the popcorn to the kids. That was part of the problem as well. That's according to what they are reporting, and they meaning the Toronto Blue Jays pitcher and his wife. Somebody said, Lisa, if I was a passenger on that plane, I would have cleaned up the popcorn for the mother. Yeah, I think that would have been a nice thing to do. Would you have cleaned it up had you spilled popcorn? I would have told Liam to get down and start picking some up um, if it was a big mess. But, you know, somebody this, probably not, Steve. No, but I, me if, either. Yeah. And somebody said um, the airline should pick up the popcorn that they supplied just like the movie theater because we're not on the ground at the movie theater picking up popcorn, right? Right. And if you were throwing it around, I mean, that's one thing. But yeah. who knows what the child was doing. But, um, I mean, if I spilled popcorn, I would feel bad about it. I might try to kick it into a pile or something, but I'm not yeah. getting on my kick hands and knees. Kick it by somebody else and blame them? Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> and work sometimes. But, Anthony you know. Bass's uh, latest tweet, by the way, is a picture of his daughter holding a big bag of popcorn, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. And she looks very happy. She's on the counter. She's home. She can eat the popcorn however she wants. And throw it wherever she wants. <laughs> yeah. She wins. Doesn't anybody have those miniature little shop vac things they can just, on the, yeah. on the plane, you'd think they'd just have one. I know. It, 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 Peter Greenberg said... Flight attendants have bad days, too, and it sounds like that's probably what happened. All right, Tom Skilling is with us. Hey, Tom, how are you today? Lisa, how are you? I am doing great. I love the sunshine. I wish it was warmer. Were those 80-degree days just teasers? Are we? How long is it going to be before we see those again? You know, I don't see an 80, but I do see some 70s. And, you know, Lisa, I was looking. Uh, you know, we lost 44 degrees in two days. We went from what effectively was a July-level temperature on Saturday with 83 down to yesterday 39, which would have been a normal temp in February. So it's like we went uh, backwards five months from July back into winter inside of a two-day period. That was jarring, to say the least. And then on top of that, we put some snow on the ground, which didn't last long. But at least we missed the 21 inches of snow that fell in parts of western Wisconsin. I I was looking. I just was combing through the stats over the last half century, wondering what April has produced from this date forward and what were the chances of seeing another 80-degree day. And it turns out uh, 44% of April's, it's almost half of them, produced an additional 80-degree temperature beyond this date. 92% 92% of them produced a 70-degree or warmer temperature beyond the state. So what you can read in that is there is a, almost a certainty that we'll see some more 70-degree temps. But here's the downside. Um, 66% of Aprils, that's the majority of them, two-thirds of them, have produced days that haven't gotten out of the 40s. Ugh. We've been as warm from this point forward in April as 91 and as cool for a daytime high as 40. So uh, you can see that April is a very finicky weather month around here, perfectly capable of doing what it did to us between Saturday and Monday, and that is crashing our temps. But by the same token, look how we warmed up into the 80s last week. That was the second earliest 
string of four 80-degree days uh, in 153 years of weather records around here. So we lived through a pretty special period, and this is, because of that, the fourth warmest April in the last 153 years around here. So we're, despite yesterday's chill, on the winning side of the ledger here in terms of temperatures. I'll tell you what, April is my least favorite weather month of the entire year. Because you don't know what you're going to get. And you get that teaser, and then you're like, God, geez, we got snow on tulips, and trees are budding. Yeah, yeah, it's... uh, Well, here's another thing, too, April. This area's worst tornado outbreak ever uh, was the one that hit Oak Lawn at Belvedere at Lake Zurich back on April 21st, 1967. Uh, anybody who lived through that will remember it. It uh, was responsible for 55 deaths in Oak Park alone. That tornado picked up a school bus up in Belvedere and threw it across a a farm uh, field, killing 26 young people uh, in the process. So, And then it snowed three days later, three inches on that area up in Belvedere where the tornado struck. So, you know, this is... There are lots of reasons to like April for the warm spells, but also <laughs> to feel as you do, and that is that this month could be pretty crummy to us at times. Yes, absolutely. Tom Skilling is with us, our beloved meteorologist from WGN-TV. It's brought to you by Permaseal Basement Systems. You said a part of western Wisconsin got 31 inches of snow the other day? A little town called Thorpe. Uh, which I, I, I looked at is 280 miles northwest of Chicago, up in Rusk County, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, they picked up 21.9 inches of snow. Oh. And I don't know, you know, what was amazing about that, Lisa, is they had been up close to 90 degrees only three days before uh, last week. La Crosse, Wisconsin, that area had all the, over a foot of snow. They were at 90 degrees and broke records late last week. So talk about, you know, variability uh, in April weather. How's that for a, a jarring set of meteorological changes? Wow. Yeah, yeah that's that's, pretty, that's pretty miserable. <laughs> and yeah, yeah I guess really I had it wrong at 31, but 21 sounds just as bad for some reason when you're talking about April and we are all getting just a little bit addicted to the sunshine and those few warm days we had. So what are we looking at for the rest of the week, Tom? Well, I'll tell you, we've got a little warm punch. It's not going to come right away. Uh, there's a storm going across the Rockies. It's one of these that's come off the Pacific, and that'll come at us. And what it's going to do is keep the winds blowing off the lake tomorrow. So we'll probably hold to the upper 40s, low 50s in the city during the day. But the warm front will be coming north, and so our southern suburbs will probably, before the day is out tomorrow, get up to the low 70s. That uh, might spark an isolated shower thunderstorm later tonight or tomorrow, but it won't be an all-day affair. And then that warm front will go through tomorrow evening. That'll bring 60s up into the city tomorrow night, and we make it low 70s on Thursday before the cold front comes through and brings us back to reality again, if you will, on Friday. And, and then what we're looking to happen, we'll be in cool air, and there might be another low developing down in uh, the Ohio Valley streaking up through the eastern Midwest and throwing some cold rain back here on uh, Saturday. And it may be chilly enough if that happens that uh, there could be some flakes of wet snow mixed in uh, here and nearby Saturday. We'll, we'll be watching that possibility. And next week looks like a below-normal temp week overall. But um, it won't be snowing uh, all week or anything like that. 
So, we're, by the way, um, I was looking through, and here's a positive. Um, nearly 80% of our uh, measurable snows are over by the end of April. So only a few months have had sticking snow beyond that, and it doesn't hang around very long. So we're coming out of the snow season uh, in the not-too-distant future, and that's probably not going to disappoint too many people. Yeah, but it seems like we go right from the snow season now to the thunderstorm tornado season. Yeah, well, look at yesterday. We were at 39, and yet you went out to Des Moines, they were in the 60s. Um, and there were mid-80s yesterday in Kansas and uh, Oklahoma and Texas. So, you know, that boundary between cool and warm air is very sharp. And as it oscillates north and, and, and south uh, with the passage of storms, uh, you either get into the warm air or you get into the cool air behind it. And the changes can be pretty dramatic. Witness what we've seen in the last couple of days around here. Okay, Tom Skilling is with us. We're going to ask him the question that we've been asking you. But first, Mary's got to check on current conditions and to check on traffic. Seven twenty WGN. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Tom Skilling from WGN TV is with us. And Tom, we were talking to Peter Greenberg, our expert traveler. I mean, he hosts a show called I on Travel. He's looked at as the, you you know who he is. There's nobody that travels more than Peter. And there was a story out today. In fact, I watched the video. There was a guy on a plane and a baby is crying and this guy loses his mind. He becomes louder than the baby. In fact, you'll see it's trending on Twitter because it's hashtag so is the baby. So when they come up to him and they said, sir, you are making so much noise. And he goes, so is the baby. So, Tom, you fly all the time. Oh, and I'm sure you've encountered a flight or two where there is a baby oh, crying. And everybody looks at you as the nicest guy. Does it get under your skin? Do you put earplugs in? What do you do when there's a baby crying on a plane? You know what? I, I'll tell you. I look at the parents and I think, look, uh, there's nothing you can do. If, if the kid's going to cry, he's going to cry. you know. And the rest of us had better deal with it because... Truth be known, when we were young, we probably cried and bothered some people, too. So, you know, I think it just kind of goes with the territory, don't you, Lisa? You know, you'd rather rather that not happen, but on the other hand, it does, and so you've got to deal with it. Did you see that story about that snake biting a pilot uh, last week? No. He was in flight. Yeah, there was. we ran that on our news uh, last week. This pilot was feeling something wet on his leg. And uh, look down, here's this snake that is uh, crawling up his leg, and uh, it ended up biting him. Um, so how would you like that to happen? That's like some, one, wasn't there a movie like that? Yes, where they had snakes, snakes on a plane, on? yes. Oh, my yeah. God. I, I can't even believe that <laughs> happened to the pilot, and I don't know how I missed that story. That is crazy. Is there video of it? I, you know, I don't think there's video, but there are accounts of that, and I'm, I'm sure you'll find it. But I'll tell you, Lisa, the thought occurs to me that I'll take the baby crying any day to a snake uh, crawling up my leg. So <laughs> I'm with you, Tom. I am absolutely yeah. with you. Well, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. Um, enjoy the sunshine, and, and we'll hold on and wait for those 80-degree days, maybe sometime in yeah. late April or May. They're, they're coming, Lisa. They are coming, sure as the sun will rise tomorrow. It's just we've got a couple of, we've got some rough patches to go through in April yet, and even part of May. But we're getting there. It's all good. Lisa, great talking to you. Enjoy the sunshine. Thanks, Tom. We'll watch you on TV tonight. Thanks.